0: Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and with us this morning... George Roberts, CEO of the Northeast Texas Public Health District, otherwise yes, known as NetHealth, and Terrence Eitz, the relatively new on-the-job Director of Community Outreach for NetHealth. Lots of information to share today as we talk about the ins and outs and ups and downs of the Northeast Texas Public Health District. Welcome, gentlemen. Great to have you Good morning. With us. Thank, Thank morning. you
1: for having us this morning, John. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Mm-hmm.
0: Likewise. Don't forget, InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus. In focus is uploaded to our website early in the morning the day after the show airs first of all and George I know that you and I have done this show a number of times Terrence you're new on the job but we'll uh, get you oriented pretty
2: quickly here I'm like a rookie on the Dallas Cowboys yeah. okay. but he's a fast learner so he'll, he'll do great
0: that's a good team to be identifying yes. with these days just call, um, just call him Dak I <laughs> was just gonna mention that thank you George uh, the Northeast Texas Public Health District it's the local health department but it's a little bit more than that George if you can just come kind of run through or Terrence or both of you what net health is and what it does what you're busy with on a day in day out basis. oh wow
1: that's a that's a that's a great question and you know again we want to thank everybody for listening this morning John thank you for having Terrence and I this morning uh I, I just kind of start off John that since 1900 approximately 30 years have been added to the average lifespan of American citizens 25 of those are public health initiatives such as clean water safe food and vaccinations against preventable diseases So when public health and our organization does this job well, people are protected and transmission of disease is prevented and controlled. So what is the Northeast Texas Public Health District is your question. Uh, We actually started uh, back in 1936 uh, when the city of Tyler, Smith County uh, and the Texas Department of Health organized the Tyler-Smith County Health Unit. Mm -hmm. So in 1994 the city of Tyler and Smith County through a cooperative agreement established the Smith County Public Health District as a political subdivision under the state of Texas. And then to to better reflect the area that we serve, we changed the name to the Northeast Texas Public Health District in 2003. And so that's kind of what we are. So our vision uh, is that through our collaborative efforts, Northeast Texas communities will be the healthiest in the state. And our mission is to prevent illness, promote health, and protect our community.
0: Okay, so you are blowing and going, as it were. That's Lots right. of things, and I know you've taken on a lot more responsibilities in some new territory over the years. Your main office, of course, 815 Your, North Broadway. 815 North Broadway. And Broadway. Tyler.
1: We have several locations here in the Tyler Smith County area, but we also have uh, programs and services in counting Smith County and 20 other, uh, actually, not in County, if you include Smith County. We have programs and services in 21 East Texas counties.
0: Mm-hmm. So primarily Smith County, but certainly a long way from all being way, limited all across to that. East Texas. And you also have the location. We're going to talk about this a little bit later on, the Center for Healthy Living Correct. on Frankston mm-hmm. Highway. That's become a very important component of what you do. As we move through the show today, if you want more information, website is healthyeasttexas.org. Healthyeasttexas.org. Just go right there. A wealth of information on there. And you're going to need to check the website if you want more details on some of the specific things we're going to be talking about today which are pretty timely and pretty important and the office number 903-535-0030 first on the agenda and it's because it's so timely and it's gotten so much news coverage and it's going to i think in its way transform the community the food truck rules within the last i guess last couple of months have just been changed it's a lot easier for people to get food trucks set up now in is it just the city of Tyler, or all of Smith, it's all County? Smith. Tyler and Smith, Smith County. County? Tyler uh-huh. and Smith County. Correct. Okay, either or both of you. Again, let's just kind of get a rundown, a brief history of uh, where it all began, with uh, some of the issues we were having with the food trucks, how it got resolved, and where
1: we are sure, now. Sure, sure. So basically, kind of a little history lesson here. So a couple of years ago. Uh, we were part of a group established by it was us, the city of Tyler, and some folks in the restaurant association, uh, got together and said this this mobile food truck industry is is starting to take off, and we need to address it. So, we uh, we started you know we've had you know push areas like push carts, we've had mobile food types of things, but nothing along the scales that we were talking about. So, uh, our director at the time, Brenda Elrod, and then her successor, Ginger Wood, started doing some research. They did research on a national basis, on a statewide basis, et cetera. And we developed some new uh, rules to follow along with the Texas Food Establishment Regulations. We developed new rules back the first part of the year. Uh, at that point, the mobile food industry said, hey, we think some of the rules that you're suggesting are a little too onerous. We backed off of some of those. And so we, went, we implemented a new set of rules back in March of uh, this year. Uh, back in the summertime, uh, as you're well aware, uh, mobile food truck uh, gentlemen started mobile food truck, park and some other mobile food truck industry, people came back and said, "Hey, we think your rules are still too onerous. Let's take a look at them. Uh, the city was involved. so we said, yes, we will be happy to do that. So we have since uh, we spent roughly, a month and a half looking at the rules, we made some edits and adjustments. Uh, we gained a support of the city of Tyler, restaurant industry officials. We had a meeting of the food establishment roundtable back in the middle part of uh, September, and we have developed uh, a totally separate section of our what's called our district food order, uh, and we passed that in October. And it's it's everybody in the mobile food industry feels like they have we we've, we've solved a lot of the issues, and now we're starting to see some our consultations go up and. John, probably your next question is: So, how many more food trucks do you have here? Well, that was it. Yeah, yeah we have, uh, <laughs> we have. So, we had two food truck mobile food units, and we when we talk about mobile food trucks. We're talking about the. We, that's more to find these gourmet mobile food trucks that you see, like a uh, uh, curbside taco. Mm-hmm. We've since, over the last month, we've permitted another uh, mobile food truck. Uh, another, it's, it's called Lapitas. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a uh, Kona Ice is, a, is a considered a full service mobile food truck. We've had several other inquiries for consultation, want to look at our plan review process. So we think that we'll have some, you know, growth in that industry now. Uh, The the gentleman starting the mobile food truck park here locally has submitted his uh, information so we can go through the permitting process for him. So we think that we're on a nice uh, trek to move forward. But again, like anything else, mobile food trucks it's a new industry here in tyler it's basically a new industry across the country so you know there may be other issues that come up that we need to address but i think that we have you know listening to our listening to our customers our public we have made the necessary adjustments and they all seem to be pleased that you know we now have a level playing field and can move forward
0: just on a personal note uh food trucks go back a long way with me when i was growing up in Philadelphia, going to college at Temple University back 40, 45, 46 years ago. Okay, let's uh, full disclosure here. Uh, so, food trucks here. were part of the landscape, and I used to hit them, buddy. I mean, I especially the pizza and cheese steak right, trucks. Right. So when I started hearing about food trucks coming to East Texas, it was like, hey, a touch of home. After all these years, if you uh, wait long enough, it'll, it'll get here. So it certainly resonated with me, and I know it's resonating with a lot of people in the community. And there's the economic development, the sure. tourism, the quality of life—all those issues that are that have to be taken into consideration as uh, Tyler and Smith County continue to grow and try right, to become right. more more user friendly. So, tell me, uh, mobile food trucks—that's actually what the mobile. Th- what mobile food trucks mean they, they you might see them anywhere around town and right. you kind of have to keep your eyes peeled but uh, at the same time and the food truck park is going to be in downtown tyler Correct. i believe somewhere on Correct. center street so i guess mm-hmm. folks kind of need to keep up with what's going right. on with that follow the news and eventually uh all things being equal that will get up and yeah going we hope and start it really doing some business
1: going and you know my guess is the you know winter time's coming my guess is he'll probably do a lot of construction over the uh, over the you know coming months, and hopefully
2: you know when springtime hits, he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. No, and even before there were a couple of locations in Tyler that were already approved food truck zones. Okay. So UT Tyler, TJC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with us having three universities, you know, those are the prime areas. That's how it all began. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> gonna be a real
1: thing for you know food trucks. Then you go to the. <clears throat> you go to the. Uh, excuse me. When you go to the uh, larger markets, you see you know. I, I was at a meeting in Dallas back in April and saw, you know, I was at the Anatole and saw, you know, several food trucks parked out there to Serving right, yeah. people outside the Anatole. So I think you're going to see, you know, the whole, lot, the whole idea is mobile face. It's, it's a mobile food, a mobile food preparation area on wheels is what the whole idea is.
0: Mm-hmm. And you gave me some statistics. We don't need to go through all of them right now. You have eight push carts, a couple of ice cream, uh, ice cream trucks. Correct. There you go. And a couple of other, maybe not, totally full-service food right. trucks but they still fall under, uh, fall under those regulations and then right now three full-service mobile food trucks just kind of making their way around town and we're going to Correct. be seeing more. Yeah we,
1: we hope to see more and you know like I say I, I know I see one in particular around town on a, on a routine basis so.
0: Okay, great. Talking to George Roberts and Terrence Aitz, CEO and uh, let me see, make sure I got this right, um, Director of Community Outreach and Public Information Officer for the Northeast Texas Public Health District or NetHealth. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus and a very interesting edition of it, I might add. I want to direct you back to that website because we need to move on to some other topics. And the website is healthyeasttexas.org. And the reason I mention that right now, except besides being on general principles, is that if you want more information about the food truck ordinance and how it might affect you as either a consumer or somebody who might want to get a food truck up and going, Terrence, mm-hmm. what do you do? There's a particular tab on the website?
2: Yeah, you go on the main page. You uh, highlight over services, and then you scroll down and click environmental health. And then you click the mobile food vendor link. Okay. That has the full list of all the information. Uh, so if you have a food truck and you're wanting to uh, operate here in Tyler and Smith County, that's the page that you would need to go to. And if you're just an interested consumer, wanting to see what the food truck process is, that's the place to go.
0: Okay. Very good. Thank you. You can also call the office, 903-535-0030. Let's get some uh-huh. hours of operation. Sure. For
2: we are, we're typically there. We're...
1: Uh, Eight, our main location, A15 North Broadway, we're typically there from eight to five. Uh Monday through Friday. Uh, vital statistics stays open until 5.30, and they're on Wednesday and Our immunization department is open until 6. So okay. but typically, you come to 8 and 5, we can take care of you.
0: Okay, and if you leave a message overnight, you'll pick it up on the, uh, the next day, right? 903-535-0030 or healthyeasttexas.org for the website. And may come back to the food trucks a little bit later on in the show, just maybe to kind of recap. But sure. let's move on okay. to some other things. The weather has started to get cooler. Indeed, it has. still not cold yet. But, uh, not yet. Um, I, uh, at least we're beginning to notice a little bit more of autumn setting in. So tell me, is it too late to get a flu shot? Absolutely not. It couldn't possibly great be. Great
2: Never question, too late.
1: John. You have, have you had your flu shot yet?
0: Well, I'm getting ready to have one. I, I get one
1: every year. When it gets cooler. Mm-hmm. So it, and that's, that's kind of what we see. But we've already given,
2: uh, what, Fifteen hundred flu shots. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty close to what, right, what the number is right So far,
1: we typically we we anticipate we'll give over two thousand flu shots this year, John. And right now, and, and typically, what you see is when it starts to get cooler, and it's gotten cooler a little bit later this year. Uh, people think about getting the flu shots, mm-hmm. you know. And then you have Thanksgiving upcoming, you have Christmas upcoming, and what happens around Thanksgiving, Christmas, people get together with their families. It's yeah. a great way, you know. It's it's a great and, and these families are typically not. Here locally, these families are typically from all over the country. So, mm-hmm. get your flu shot before you see. Come get a flu shot this week. Okay, you got a week. This is the week before Thanksgiving. Come get a flu shot so we can you can get your immunization, your your immunities up, and be ready for Thanksgiving and all the time with family and friends.
0: That's- Lots of places are offering flu shots. You happen to be among them. Net Health. And uh, where do they go if they want to get a flu shot from Net Health? A that
1: 815 North Broadway. Oh, okay. 815 North Broadway. We're at the, our main location is located at the corner of Broadway and Gentry Parkway. Mm-hmm. So come on by 8 to eight to 4, typically Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, 8 to 6 on Wednesdays. Get that flu shot. That's one of the best things you can do to protect yourself against the flu. Now, our immunizations director,
2: they also do mobile flu yes. clinics. So they'll okay. go to businesses. They'll go to schools. Um wherever they can get scheduled to and so if people aren't able to come to our 815 location we'll come to you
0: okay right there are a lot of places around town that are offering flu shots uh, no shortage of those and your immunizations department you tell me has a full supply of flu vaccines and other immunizations for adults and kids so yes. i'm sure that's important to Absolutely. remember as well so uh, get your flu shot get your flu shot okay
1: (laughs) take care of that (laughs) one of the best against one of the best things you can do to protect yourself against the flu thank
0: you george i can't imagine it being put any better than that
1: (laughs) and with that holiday (laughs)
0: season approaching we're sitting here talking about flu shots and food trucks and all of a sudden visions of turkey and dressing and cranberry sauce are coming to my head so i know the holiday season is you might say it's
2: already here going the stores and seeing the the holiday decorations it's before thanksgiving and and there's leftover halloween candy yeah
0: Okay. Christmas (laughs) decorations are up. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving just around the corner. What are some of the health tips that people should know? I mean, there are safe cooking tips, hand-washing, smoking, or just kind of run the gamut, if you would, on what people need to know as the holiday season approaches.
2: Well, being around your family and friends means you're you're sharing love, but you're also sharing germs. Mm. Or the potential of sharing germs goes up when you're around more people. Uh, so just basic basic information is making sure that you wash your hands frequently and often, especially when you're preparing food. if you're uh, If you're handling raw food, uh, make sure you keep your services clean. make sure you don't you don't mix raw meat on other services where you're gonna prepare other meals. Um, even if you're not helping to cook the meal, make sure you keep your hands washed.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, if you feel like you got to sneeze, try to cover it with your with your elbow, with your arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just those, those basic tips to make sure you're you're protecting yourself and you're protecting those that you love.
0: Okay, uh, I mean
2: those that those. It
1: sounds very simple, John, but one of the biggest uh, causes of foodborne illnesses is. is not washing your hands. I mean, that's uh-huh. no, really don't don't underemphasize that, that point right there. Wash your hands is one of the biggest things you can do to, to stay healthy and keep other people healthy. You know,
2: there are those tricks where you can, while you wash your hands, you can say the alphabet or you can say the Pledge of Allegiance or Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Yeah, you know, as long as you get your hands soapy, you wash for about twenty thirty seconds. Make sure you, you kill all the germs Mm and then then you'll be good
0: okay um george roberts and terrence eights with us this morning from northeast texas public health district aka net health on in focus i'm john sims and uh you mentioned something as uh you were sending out some prep material for me about cigarette smokers going Mm -hmm. cold turkey what's that all about and do we need to get into the importance of uh just not smoking right now or does that all tie in explain that to well it's
2: a year-round thing and it's an intentional play on words going cold turkey uh, the American Cancer Society mm, gotcha. every year. They <laughs> they do the Great American Smokeout. Uh, it's always the third Thursday in November. And the main message is to encourage smokers just to quit just for one day, just so they can experience what it's mm-hmm. like not to smoke, not to use tobacco. So on a you know, just a usual pack of cigarettes, is in, let's say about $5 on average. So if they go one day without smoking, that would save them $5. You know, multiply it out by a week. That's thirty-five dollars a week, and then fifty-two weeks. I don't know what the math is. I'm not. I'm not that quick on math. Money. But I'd say a Me lot of either. money. I'm still on the five dollars the a day. <laughs> okay,
1: but there's there's, there's, the, be there's a personal
2: economic impact if you decide to quit smoking, mm-hmm. uh, and it also affects your spouse, your kids, your family. Especially being in holidays, in the holiday season, uh, you have to go outside to smoke if you if you work. If you're around family members that may not, uh, if they're sensitive to the second-hand smoke, uh, and there's even third-hand smoke, Mm. which most people may not know about, but it's when you smell like cigarette smoke, and you walk in, and if you have that smell, then you're spreading that third-hand smoke to others that may be sensitive. Mm. So, um, you know, we see a lot of conditions where kids will have asthma Mm-hmm. And one of the contributing factors is they may have a an adult parent et cetera, that lives in the home with them that smokes mm-hmm. so it's really important just on the broad picture just to make sure that if you are a cigarette smoker uh you know there's the the biological chemical addiction that you have to nicotine mm-hmm. that makes you want to smoke there's also the the behavioral aspect of having that family support and um and your friends to support you, and and making that decision for yourself to want to quit, mm-hmm. to make sure that you're able to live a long and healthy life. Because mm-hmm. there's there's no safe, as mentioned, shown, there's no safe level of cigarette smoking Mm -hmm.
0: so you do strongly discourage it but you do have some advice for people who do choose to continue smoking because it uh, is a
2: personal decision and it's it's easier for some than it is for others Uh, i used to be a smoker and i quit cold turkey because i was about to become a father and i didn't Hmm. want to smoke around my young daughter so that was that's what worked for me that may not work for everybody else but for you know it may be if they if, if their job it's gonna test them, and they need to stop quitting smoking. Uh, you know that may be their motivator if it's to save money. So they're not, you know, if they can cut down from going from a pack a day to half a pack a day. Mm-hmm. You now do that for a week or so, and then cut it down to a quarter pack a day, and just slowly do it over time. So there's no perfect formula that works for everybody, but mm-hmm. as a whole, you're better off where you're not using tobacco products.
0: Okay, very good. And the Uh, whole
1: thing about tobacco, too, John, we've seen in East Texas, UT Health Northeast and Dr. Lakey did a study, and they showed the increased rates of smoking, not necessarily in Smith County, but in in our rural counties of East Texas. And what that causes is the health issues that result from that are overwhelming, cancer, Mm -hmm. heart disease, stroke. Then you also have We've had situations as it relates to babies where pregnant mothers uh, are smoking, which is does damage to your unborn child. Mm-hmm. Smoking, if you know the the, the of people, if you if you've never smoked, don't start, and if you if you are smoking if you can see to it to do stop smoking your health will be improved it's not an easy process i've kind of likened it to you know terrence admitted that he was a former smoker i never smoked but if he told me that i couldn't have my couple cups of coffee today that would be very difficult so Uh it's. It's a difficult habit to kick. We understand that there are ways to get through that and people can can call us. We have some, you know, ways to help people quit.
0: And uh, you can call at 903-535-0030 or go to that website. Lots of information on there, healthyeasttexas.org. You mentioned UT Health Northeast. Of course, I know they've got a big uh, survey and study going right now. We had Dr. McGahey from UT Health mm-hmm. Northeast on the air talking about that a few months ago. So it's a very important tie-in, yes. and I just wanted to acknowledge that they're very much a part of this whole process. Moving on to some of the programs and services NetHealth does in the community, I don't know. This show's moving on, along nicely, and I don't know that we'll have time to hit everything on here, but uh, we'll do what we can. We mentioned the Center for Healthy Living a little while ago mm-hmm. on Frankston Highway, and that's become a real key part of your um, daily doings. Tell yeah, us what's
2: it's, it's going a on great,
1: there. Uh, so I'll let Terrence chat about
2: that. Well we have a lot of free amazing programs that we provide at our Center for Healthy Living. Uh, if you're not familiar where it's located it's on Frankston Highway, the corner of Frankston Highway and Walton Road. It uh, used to be a fire station and the city of Tyler had asked uh, George to if it can become repurposed. So it's a community clinic of sorts uh, but we provide free health screenings, uh, Monday through Friday, eight to five. So that's free blood pressure screenings, free glucose and cholesterol screenings. Uh, in our evenings uh, on Mondays and Tuesdays and Thursdays, we offer Zumba classes for free. So uh, Zumba is kind of a unique new uh, type of physical activity for people to get. It's, it's low impact, but it's also where you're, you're basically dancing but you're getting exercise. Mm, okay. Uh, we also do uh, cooking classes, nutrition classes. Uh, we do diabetes education classes uh, for those that have type two diabetes or uh, if you're pre-diabetic or if you have a history of diabetes in your family. Uh, it's a very, very impactful program where you can learn how to manage your diabetes. You can learn how to cook the meals that will help control and even to eliminate your diabetes uh, where you can cook at home. And with our Center for Healthy Living as a whole, we've had a very tremendous reach to the community, not just in Tyler, because our initial focus was just for the St. Louis community, but we have individuals that come all across Tyler, all across Smith Mm. County, even from other counties and other cities as far as Jacksonville, Longview, Mm. Carthage, Athens, Lindale... Because uh, one of our other programs we have is through our breast and cervical cancer screening program, and our Coleman Grant, where uh, we help uninsured and uninsured women to receive a free mammogram or a free Pap smear, and for men and women uh, to receive a free colonoscopy. So uh-huh, okay. uh, we reach out for breast cancer, cervical cancer, and colon cancer
0: springs right. 903-593-7474 by the way that is number, the phone right. number for the net health center for healthy living
1: and I also mentioned that uh, the, the center for healthy living was a back in july of this year was awarded a national model practice uh, for yes. the national association of county and city health officials so uh, i was i was fortunate enough to be able to uh, uh, accept that award on behalf of our organization uh, back in july in phoenix
0: okay great uh,
1: a lot of topics to cover i can tell already we're probably
0: only going to be able to give lip service to a number of these and i apologize for that we've only got 30 oh, minutes okay. but uh one of the things before we went to air george you were talking about something called the healthy me healthy babies coalition focusing on prematurity sure, yeah, they've was, got an event coming yeah, so up so we started soon. that
1: a, a couple of years ago and it was was cranked up with the idea that we were presented with information john that 10 to 20 percent of smith county women received no prenatal care before they delivered their baby Mm -hmm. and let that sink in for a second so we wanted to try to do something about that And we also saw that uh, the the majority of those folks were african-american so we uh we we wrote a grant for that and then we also contacted got in contact with the march of dimes who you're very familiar with yeah i've been involved with them for a long time yeah so they they were very nice they gave us some initial funding to get the coalition started uh, the, the process has grown to where we're now. What we're doing now, we're working. We have a coalition made up of, of uh, gosh, 40 or 50 people. Mm-hmm. And it is working. One of the things it's doing is going to college campuses and talking to young women and saying, uh, healthy me, healthy you. Yeah, you may not be ready to have that baby quite yet, but make sure you're already at a point in time. Let's make sure that, you know, let's, let's watch the alcohol consumption, quit smoking, the various things. Start thinking right now of preparing your body to be baby ready. Okay. some of things and so we've got a lot of, it's it it's been a fascinating coalition to work with and we're working with the colleges and
0: okay uh, we have a few minutes left in the show and I want to at least touch on everything that you've suggested sure. we talk about sure. today and let let folks know that it's on our radar but uh, Terrence uh-huh. you're the director of community outreach yes, let's sir. talk a little bit about what that means and what you and your troops are doing on a daily basis
2: we're an extension of all of our net Health departments to where we, we do health fairs, we do community presentations, we give speeches and talks, whether it's at, at schools, for civic community groups. Uh, we want the community to be as healthy as possible. So one of our catchphrases that we have at NetHealth is we are your invisible guardian. You may not always see us doing our work, but we're behind the scenes or we're, we're that, that layer of promoting health and wellness, uh, nutrition, hygiene throughout the community to make sure that kind of, to allude to what George was saying, you want to make yourself the healthiest, Version of you that you can you can become, mm-hmm. and
0: if they want you, or um, is it just you, or do you have other folks that go out and do this type of work?
2: Oh, we have a staff. We we oh, okay. have a, we have an army, as we were, an army. Well, on. you pretty much need
0: one if you're going to cover all that right. territory. But if they want us, maybe get you to come to maybe a church, school, civic club, nonprofit organization, or. Just maybe, uh, if you if they if folks want you to help them set up a health fair or something, they can always give you a call nine zero three five three five zero zero three zero. And then
2: on our web page, there is a contact us page where you can send us an email. You can mm-hmm. uh, let us know what how we can assist you. And Terrence will respond. And
0: yes, uh, yes he I'm sure he will. And uh, the the, the bell, usual bells and whistles: Facebook, Twitter. You have a uh-huh. whole, you know,
2: all our social media pages. That's actually okay. at the bottom of our web page. You can connect to our social media accounts um, our webpage is our I guess you can say it's our it's our core uh, vehicle for getting our message out and for the best way that you can get in touch with all of our departments
0: okay and that's all org. i want to run through a few of these um, items that uh, are, are just really part of what you do on a day in day out basis. Women with infants and children, vital statistics, your regional laboratory, public health emergency preparedness and disease surveillance. I just want to mention that briefly because you never know when that's going to be something that out of nowhere might just uh,
1: Ebola, land on Zika, the front yeah her yeah, you know, west, sure, west nile sure
0: you do immunization and tb control the one thing i want to hit even if only briefly here the ongoing fit city tyler initiative that sure. got started several years ago and it's just mm-hmm. really going strong it's, isn't it's it? going
1: very strong and just you know just to tell you the the whole this whole coalition is made up of many community members uh and we uh, and one of the things that we have, have done one of our Activities we've done in recent times is our Lighten Up East Texas initiative, mm-hmm. and over the last uh, uh, four years, we're going to be cranking up our fifth year. We'll be announcing that shortly. You're one of the first to know. Ooh, uh, I feel privileged. So we're going to do that <laughs> for the first of the year. But we uh, uh, just to let you know, we've done it in four years. Over 11,000 people across East Texas have participated. The total weight loss is more than 31,000 pounds. And mm-hmm. we know that. That's not just me going to the scales and telling Terrence how much weight I lost. You have to weigh in and weigh out. So we know that that's what people lost over that four-year period. Mm-hmm. And then just past year, we lost the weight, combined weight of an elephant. And fit, uh, the
0: combined weight of an elephant. Yes.
1: Over 10,000 pounds. <laughs> 10,000 <000 laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't even know exactly how much elephants weigh, well, now so you thanks do. for the now education. <laughs> there. And that is just the city of Tyler. Just a lot of different agencies have thrown in on that. It's just really a community-wide That's initiative. Right. Community We've had sponsor, initiative.
1: people that sponsor this activity and uh, we have, and we, if if you're interested in sponsoring uh Again, give us a call uh, at, the, at the number you said or, or contact us by email. We're taking sponsorships right now for 2017.
0: Okay, and the number is 903-535-0030 or as mm-hmm. per- uh, Terrence mentioned a minute ago on the website HealthyEastTexas.org, there is a communication form and it's easy to get in touch using that methodology. Got about a minute to go and I think maybe we kind of need to wrap things up a little bit. We started the show okay. off talking about the food trucks. Sure. Food truck ordinances have been relaxed. People are responding. You're seeing and are going to be seeing more food trucks around Tyler and Smith County. And if you go to the Environmental Health page on the on website, website. HealthyEastTexas.org. And click on mobile more.
1: food units. You can find yep. out all the regulations. If you have questions about that, contact our Environmental Health Department.
0: Okay, very good. And again, just to run through some of the different things you do uh, not too late to get a flu shot not by any stretch of the imagination keep that holiday season in mind and the health tips people should know safe cooking tips hand washing cigarette smokers going cold turkey etc it's all on the website healthyeasttexas.org or you can call 903-535-0030 and we're out of time george roberts thank you for having us right early john. John. You, john you bet terence eights and george roberts from net health thanks so much for joining us today thank you okay you bet And that's about it for this week, but I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you again next week on In Focus.
1: Your only local news radio, 97.5 KTBB-FM. Troop Tyler Longview, KTBB Tyler, and KTBB.com.